0: Welcome to the Draft Doctors Fantasy Footy Podcast
1: with your hosts John Crockett, Steve Fizz, and the Statesman. G'day everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors. I'm your host, Stevie Fizz, sober this week. So uh, apologies for last week. You got um, that was a bit of a train wreck. Not gonna lie. Cam, do you remember it? Because I, I don't. I remember I had to drive to Adelaide, uh, South Australia, on the Monday, and that was. That was a tough trip. I was very sober, and I feel like the. I'm, just, you know,
2: obviously sober again. And I feel like what made it worse was you having to edit the pod significantly afterwards. Uh, there was a fair bit left on the cutting room floor, from what I can tell.
1: I, I have no idea. I, I literally can't remember, and I'm pretty sure because I just click, you know, publish like the next day. But it was like one. It was almost because we released it at two o'clock. It was one yeah. thirty when I published it.
2: Ah, so. Yeah
1: yeah it's um, savage. I think it just published i don't know i just i just wanted to i just sort of left it like you know when you fuck something up, yeah, and you just like back away slowly and then turn and bolt, and that's, um it's like i'll I'll come back to that later and go, what happened what and just pretend nothing happened and that's um, exactly
2: what I did after the pod. I just kind of walked slowly out of the room and just kind of collapsed on the bed, uh yeah interesting times. Fun.
1: Tough times.
2: And tough look times. I, and with you know, as a result, we've had a the management here is, has had a tough talking to him and have realized that Stato needed to run the Magoos, so we've got someone else back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Incredible times. Uh I, I refer to him as the Sandra Sully of the home league because uh, oh, <laughs> whenever whenever anyone else has an injury, he's always the first in the group chat with the news. Uh, you know he's going well on a on any given week if he bobs into the chat with all the all the situations of all the matches if he's doing poorly dead silence dead silence on a sunday night of course i'm talking about father to be jono how are you i'm doing very well and uh i'd
0: like to think of myself as the tom brown of the group chat like i might get i'll throw shit at the wall and just see what sticks <laughs> but sometimes i'm right and sometimes i'm wrong I don't like to be a newsbreaker, well I do, but I'm not always right, but no, good times, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, hope you had a great afternoon, or day, whatever you did, so we'll be recording Sunday, this will be released tomorrow, but all things well. But Steve, I must say, I listened to the pod last week, and you actually sounded pretty sober, so I don't know what happened between after recording and the 4,000 tweets you put in afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can assure you I wasn't. Yeah, well, you, it you, was, you actually um, talked a lot of sense, but it was more, more. and I know you actually put it on the cutting room floor because Cam made reference to a certain group that was left on the cutting floor, but good thing that everyone puts in their, uh, we record the chats, uh, the everything separately here, but Cam put his in, and I had a listen. Not good, Sam. Yeah, Cam, not
2: good. Look, I just want to. I just want to say, I think it's good to get out there. I'm sorry to the people of cans.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Done. Yeah. No. No more bottles of wine in a dozen cans. That is. <laughs> I'm on the peppermint teas, people. Peppermint teas. Peppermint tea? uh, Do you leave the bag in? No. No. What the bags are out. Are well, right. I'm feeling. I'm feeling pretty sick, man. I've just done a rat. I'm feeling absolutely horrible. Baby fizz has been sick. Everyone's sick. So, um, but is, is, it, is it the, the good illness that has diabetes? gone through every football club in the country?
0: Because it's not kind uh, it of like it. illness or flu. Uh,
1: I guarantee you there's no illnesses come finals time. Mm. It does seem like that it'll be true. a season only thing. I remember the NFL, nothing could have been. The magic. Magical times. Magical <laughs> times come the playoffs. No one was sick. Uh, anyway, there was football played, they tell me. Uh, the Suns, of course, whew, our Suns, getting it done in Sydney yet again. Uh, Cam, what did you notice this week? I actually wanted to talk about the Suns, uh, funnily enough.
2: So uh, we know it's probably just a matter of time, boys, until Stewie Jew is gone skis. But he's absolutely not leaving uh, any stone unturned to try and notch a few wins. Um or at least get as many notches as he's got in his belt. Because the, his, this week, Nando's was out, and all of a sudden, David Swallows in the guts, playing pure midfield, looked jaggy, but scored really well. Um, and it was his highest score of the year by a margin. Connor Buderick was on kick-in duty. Again, his highest score of the year by far, 100 this week in the AFL fantasy format. Isaac Rankin on the wing. It's uh, interesting. Interesting there. He's um,
1: been so bad. Which one? Rankin. Rankin. Oh, dude,
2: he's been terrible. He He's lucky to have a spot in the team, and so, like, they've moved him up the field clearly to get him involved in the game um, a little bit and get him some confidence, but it's interesting anyway. Uh, and then, finally, the game plan has changed. So, they're... At this, you know, the first seven rounds of the season were very, very much handball happy football. Um, with a kick to mark, kick to handball ratio of one point six five. Uh, this week, completely different, two point five five kick to uh, handball ratio, which led to significantly more marks on their last two games as well. So, uh, I think maybe if they're looking at kicking more, they're going to pull themselves out of that fantasy obscurity a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's funny because they've got, they got a good record over the Swans in recent times. I find it hard to believe that they'd go away from what they were doing. Like, I know they hadn't won, but they'd been, I think um, Michael Whiting had put out a pretty good article that they were doing everything right. They just weren't converting it. I find it hard to believe that they'd just shift everything. Well, yeah,
2: I mean, maybe it was just to, uh, you know, accommodate... No Anderson being out, right? That He had to move a few magnets around, but I actually think there's a pretty, especially when you look at like the last two or three games, um, there's a pretty significant shift in their stats.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Jono, what did you notice? Uh, Well, for the new listeners, he might be
0: referred to as Tom Lynch, but to us, he is the handsome one. Uh pretty couple of good matchups the last couple of weeks. He had the Eagles where he kicked seven and the Pies without a key defender and Jordan Roughhead. Uh he's gone ham again, probably should have had eight or nine. But if you look at it, he's actually got a probably a couple another more cushy matchups in the next couple of weeks. He's got Hawthorne, who two meter Peter just snagged uh six goals against, and also the Bombers where Gunston had two four. So if you've got him uh, off your waiver wires which yours truly did and enjoyed that sweet sweet score you'd be looking to either just hold him maybe one more week see how he goes and then potentially just ship him off because he's got the buy first buy coming up in round what 11 or 12 whatever it is so but handsome tom he's the one and also miss duncan was playing in defense on the weekend cam what was your th- thoughts on that is there a bit of a role change for him just to ease his injury prone body or just a personnel thing with the
2: um, Stanley out. Yeah, I think it was just a little bit of a a change with Stanley out and Cooper Stevens in. So Selwood was out as well. Um, But they they haven't exactly been winning contested ball with him in the middle as well, right? So there was a pretty, again, you look at the stats of the team and there seems to also have been maybe a minor shift in game plan to more like what they've been in the last five or six years. Um, But they were also, you know, GWS were basically Witch's Hatch in the game, so yeah, it, oh, not sure if you can read too much in it.
0: Can you feel great owning GWS players right now?
2: That's a wild ride. Uh, that uh, is a wild ride. I don't
0: own any uh, in any format, basically, so I'm pretty lucky, but I know, Steve, you're a Whitfield owner and Cali owner in our home league.
1: That can't be great. Oh, I don't mind it. the 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 third uh, GWS player is the one I'd be shipping out, uh, and that's Steve Canelio. Yep. Just, I just want to like always talk about these guys who aren't getting CBAs, because this is my point. The guys who aren't getting CBAs, if they're getting there on any given week via goals, like well, Steve Canelio, is, uh, I, he can he can be fine as it is, right? but when they have the midfield time, that's providing you more upside. So as it stands, he's he's fine. Uh, I think last week he got there with goals. Well, if he's not kicking those three goals, he's what he is this week. So if they're running into tougher opposition, expect 60s, 70s now that everyone's back because um, it's, it's really not going to change. And it's the same thing with um, yeah, a, a lot of these... Forward type guys who are just relying on goals to get there. So I'd always be cage about that. I think we had um, Florent in the first week. He kicked three goals, like, and he scored. He had a good score, but he got there with goals. Mm. So that's not going to be sustainable if you if you're playing on a wing or a half forward flank, unless you you know in a really really good team, which GWs is clearly aren't. Um, so Can't, I'd just be I'd just be yeah. careful of those situations.
2: Cogs is like a weird one, right? So he had last week, like one CBA. I assume it's 3%. So I'm going to say that's one.
1: The last Um, few weeks have been pretty rough.
2: Pretty, pretty, pretty ordinary. And it slid dramatically from round one where he had 59% of the CBA, right? But with him this week, he actually, you know, last week he was definitely, you know, sat in that forward 50 for almost the entire game. He he was on the wings. Yeah. He's moved up the ground. Like, and I. I'm not sure if that's just where the game was played, because I, I didn't actually catch the game, but I, that, to me, tells you that the certainty around roles in that team is...
1: Well, that that's the problem, right? In yeah. that team in specifics. 100%. Is they,
2: they don't know what to do. You, you look at Whitfield, he was absolute
0: garbage, and then, well, he might get the uh, John Jarrett award later in the later in
1: the show, but... Oh no, there's one player who's absolutely oh, okay. n- not gonna okay. miss the John Jarrett award.
0: <laughs> but yeah, he had a role change big game or th- actually the last quarter and junk timed it up basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd certainly be wary though. I'd I'd give Josh Kelly a pass because he's getting the role. They've got beat by, you know, near ten goals this week. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Makes him hard if he if he's your first midfielder. Mm. Because um, you might be, you'll be looking at him as a captain option. So, mm. if they're going to win, he'll probably score you passable. Um, but if they're going to lose, it's going to be tough times, and they're probably going to lose more than they win. That's but, true. So. Anyway, waiver claims, obviously waivers. Got to get them in uh, heading into the buy rounds. John, what do you got for us, man? Uh, well, the handsome
0: one is in a paltry 47% of teams. Shame on you, people. Shame on you. This victory lap's going on for a
1: hell of a long time. Oh, it's going the entire <laughs> show, my friend.
0: The entire show. <laughs> I might even put in a um, a late last-minute question to the um, Twitters as well so he gets on. But no, he's in 47% of teams. Uh, Steve, we actually did a trade in the listener league this week. Um. <laughs> Uh, for the in the keepers, the keepers. Oh, sorry, um, yes, my ruck curse continues. Steve uh, offered me up Reece Stanley, uh, Jeremy Cameron, and also Sam Switkowski, uh, which I said no to. For one, Willem Drew, which yeah, I accepted with gracious graciousness. Uh, yeah, you took it without Switkowski. That's the funny. part. That's the funny part. Cause I hadn't done my homework. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's in only in 50% of teams. He's averaging 84 as super coach and about 69, 70 in AFL fantasy as a handy forward there. Got a knock to the back of the head uh, and was subbed out, but I'm not sure if it was. Are you talking about, about?
2: Switkowski? Is that Switkowski? Yeah.
0: Yeah, nice. Uh, but I'm not sure if he's under concussion protocols, but if he's not, grab him. He's only 50% of teams. Jack Gunston has a decent matchup coming this week, sixty-six percent, and Jared Finlayson, thirty-nine percent, versus North. I don't mind that.
1: Yeah, how much you got?
2: Uh, in the shallow leagues, I've still got Heath Chapman, seventy-eight uh, percent. Probably been snapped up off most of your waivers. Will definitely be snapped up this week. Uh, would be a last chance. Came back and dropped an eighty-nine. Just be. Careful, all of Frio's defenders, you know, Jordan Clark and co, all went ham um, this week. So, probably not going to get that every week, but it's still quite promising. Another 78% for your shallow league. Stacy Cameron, again, just kind of pumped out a solid score as a ruck, Um, taking over from Brody Grundy. David Swallow, I think, is still worth a, a shout, just given he's got the dual position. In AFL fantasy and super coach, he'll probably get it in Ultimate Footy. Uh he doesn't have it at the minute. So but yeah, expect him to to pull it up. He's 63% owned. Uh, and if his role is gonna change, you know, it's worth a, a throw at the dartboard. Uh Stengel, still 65% owned. He was great again uh this week. He dropped a ton, I think, in both formats this week. Uh three goals, bunch of tackles, uh You know, basically getting up the ground and doing a lot and coming back. Jermaine Jones, we've talked about him a little bit. Uh, He's really injury prone and his role is very much dependent on people not being in the team. So as soon as Shui and Yo are in the team, he loses that mid-time really quickly. But he looks good when uh, they aren't there. I had Switkowski as well. Again, Connor Buderick, dartboard throw. Looked to benefit and take the kick-ins. I uh, don't know. I, I think there is probably better better options there. And then uh, final one is Sam Berry, thirty-five uh, percent mm-hmm. owned. Got to be really cautious with him because he's gone eighty-one last week and ninety-four this week in your AFL fantasy format. Um, playing pure mid. Wait, just that, straight that mid? Just but he's owned
0: because of Crouch not playing.
2: No, I think it's because Sloan was out. So he transitioned into the midfield with Sloan out and he's kind of building his tank mm. and, and game through it. But the challenge is he's not getting high disposal numbers at all. He's sitting like 12, 13 disposals a game and he's making up the rest in tackles. So just be cautious that he his numbers probably aren't sustainable. But he is listed as a forward, so it's it's probably still worth a throw.
1: Yeah, nice floor there. Uh, Just a couple I've got on top. Uh, Yeah, Stengel, we said last week, sorry. Uh, Koch in 65% iron, was in the midfield. Got the Hawks this week. That's um, the primo midfield matchup. So, got to hate him, but, uh, you know, he is an option. And uh, Tom Atkins is still at 70%, who is just continuing to be fine. It's a bit of a mixed bag down there in the Cats' defense. They're moving a few pieces around, but... That should settle. Um, I'd imagine Stanley come back in. No, we we don't know. Who knows? He's been fine. Mm.
2: Mark Mark Blixar's to lead uh, lead the ruck and lead Cats oh, resurgence.
1: I hope he does because <laughs> my draft team my draft team is hanging on. It's it's gotten good on the back of Mark Blixar's going into the ruck and now Todd Goldstein going into the ruck. If these trends continue no
0: Javier this week, Cam? No Javier?
2: Uh Javier. Yeah, uh, look, we haven't heard from him for a while, so
1: Oh, and I'd be C- doing, considered missing. <laughs> I'd be doing everything I could to get Melbourne players into my team right now. Ben Brown, Fritch, Spargo, Pickett, T Mac, whatever. Pick them up. They've got West Coast and North. Next two weeks. Wow.
2: So, yep. There is no, no better way. stream.
1: It just could. Holy shit. Yeah, wow. <laughs>
0: I mean, slam dunk and time. There'll be, um, be prime time as well, like Friday night footy or some boring bad shit like that, won't they? Oh, uh, yeah, that would <laughs> be. Yeah. I'm going to figure <laughs> <Yeah>. that out.
1: <laughs> uh, it's, I think it's Collingwood and Bulldogs. Oh, that's actually. Friday night. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Trade Target. Uh, look, if you have questionable ethics, Taylor Walker. Now, he's going to be a hard trade target in Supercoach because he did bang out another ton today, but only the 65 AFL Fantasy points uh, against Carlton. That's actually the toughest matchup on the books for in Fantasy as if you're a key forward. Uh, really, really bad. I'm going to throw you out a little factoid about the Adelaide Football Club and what they've got in the back half of the season, they have North twice and West Coast twice, oof. as well as wow, oof, as well as my your and our Gold Coast sons. So is that
2: legit, That's wow, legit. Eh? That is Sam Berry stonks.
1: <laughs> oh, or Adelaide's. I, I, I mean, to be honest, Matt Crouch, like holy shit, he'd be free. Like people are giving him oh, yeah. away at the minute,
2: and they they got smashed around the ball today as well. So. He'll be back.
1: Yeah. I, I'd, yeah. It, it'll cost you nothing. Like literally, you could get, get trade Jack Redden for him for Christ's sake. So. For can Matt Crouch that. Or, Cam, what you got? Or for, for Matt Crouch. I'm buying Matt Crouch. For, buy Matt Crouch right. Or, well, or text. Well, my whatever. That was my
0: trade target. Thank you, Steve, for taking that. Matt Crouch. Who, Matt Crouch?
1: Yeah. Oh, well. Saved you talking. Thank you.
2: I reckon you didn't have one. I have two. You didn't. i buying, buying a seller. Who's other one? I'm selling, one?
0: One? I'm selling who's, Handsome who's, Tom. For the world, <laughs> <laughs> huge, huge call. You get Brayshaw. You get Brayshaw for handsome time and Supercoach right now. Just like the averages are right there together. Amish
1: Brayshaw. <laughs> Amish Brayshaw.
0: All the Brayshaws at once. Three for well, one. We
1: actually have a tr- we have a really good question coming up later um, about selling. Someone like that, and I want to talk about it because I've, I think it's really the question interesting... you're talking about, and I have the answer for it. Yeah, yeah. we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, Cam, what's your trade target?
2: Mine is a buy on Errol Goulden. Uh, he's got a last three of 69.3 Nice, nine. nice indeed. And a last five of 72, which aren't exactly numbers that you'd write home about, but it's almost similar to what you were saying with Adelaide there. Um, in regards to their run home, so Sydney actually have a, a sneaky good run home with uh, in, through the finals for fantasy footy with Crows, GWS, North Pies, and Saints—all teams that he could potentially, you know, lift with. He started the season with a significantly higher amount of CBA's than he's getting now, and I think it won't take much to shift him back in there as well. So I'd suggest this is probably the basement, and he's a forward the floor of like 67 like it's a easy buy
1: yeah well yeah that's an interesting one so maybe if you missed out on sam because i'd say sam berry has a pretty similar floor or probably doesn't carry the same upside uh obviously one you're picking up off wave is one you're going to have to trade something for yeah maybe if I, you miss out on a berry yeah yeah Agreed. all right ball adjacent player of the week who do we have who have you got Steve? Tom Mitchell? Me.
2: Tom Mitchell, yeah. It was it's gonna be hard to beat Tom Mitchell this week, to be honest.
1: I had um, um I had Lockett until about five seconds ago. I forgot to do it actually. I forgot to do the ball adjacent player of the week. It's written down Ball Jason. I think someone nominated who was nominated? The listeners nominated Liam Baker. Liam Baker. Oh
2: yeah, he was he was atrocious this week. He's, he, so let me just get the splits for you. Three, I think he had a kick in the first quarter, two handballs in the second quarter, and then he junked a little bit in the third. And junked a little bit in the third
0: to tackles. get to
2: 35, wasn't it? Yeah, correct. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, he, he quadrupled his score. Wow. <laughs> you know, um, so I, I don't know. Is it, it's hard to go past a, a primo that has just completely shit the bed. Was it?
0: I wasn't really watching it. I was watching more of the Brisbane game. Was it a shit the bed or was it a tag? Or I,
2: I didn't. Know. No, he was just he was just sitting forward. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Tom Mitchell DPP round twelve. Beautiful. You heard it here first.
1: Wow. Maybe I should do
0: that trade in the home league then. Someone has offered me yeah, Tom Mitchell for Tom <laughs> Libertore. Or butters. They upped it up to. It's all. It's so hard to buy. I, I don't want it. Off oh, a
1: butters like, who's, who's pool worthy at, at the minute. The, oh, that's
0: what I'm like. Yeah. That's tempting. That's tempting. If if Mitchell gets forward status
1: and goes ham the second half, there's 120 averaging forward. Brilliant. Mm. Uh, and the John Jarrett Junk Time Award, I'm personally giving it to Hugh McCluggage. Oh yeah, He's Rampaging last yeah. quarter
2: with three snags. Absolutely Oof. disgusting. Final quarter. Get. Okay, let me give you the splits. Yeah, that was pretty disgusting. 38 in the first quarter, 16 in the second quarter, 9 in the third quarter, 78 in the fourth. (laughs) Bring it home, (laughs) Hugh. Could you
0: potentially give Luke Parker a bit of a shout-out for Ball Adjacent? Because his scores went down as the quarters went on. He scored nothing in the last quarter.
2: Nothing.
1: Got eighty five. Yeah, he was on that at half time. Well, it's a good
2: half. <laughs> Jesus, he's just gone for a sunny boy after a hard day at the at the SCG. The field. Yeah, remember sunny boys? Oh hell yeah! Yeah,
1: yeah they were great. So good, so good. Anyway, on to the listener questions. We got big cocks. If your fantasy team had a mascot, what well, or who would it be?
0: Handsome Tom Lynch. <laughs> That's true. You we tra- don't hate you, you traded him. Not but yet. Yeah, but I will. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> He's just a commodity. Uh, just numbers. Look at your fantasy team as numbers. Like, that's all I do.
2: My my fantasy team would be a prawn. It's a, yeah. it's maybe a crab. Fifty as in my a crab. I was going to say
1: just just a shit emoji. <laughs> oh,
2: but i I've had my first loss this week. Uh,
1: uh, so probably not. Steve, uh, you. Uh, I, I don't know who's hard to who's hard to trade with, because that's me—like incredibly hard to trade with Jonathan. Apparently, the hardest person in our league to trade with. That makes yeah, yeah, you're, you're like, easy to trade with. Um, Cam Hawkins asks: Does this mean Omira is finally getting going? No, no, no. He'll be he'll be fine, but
2: it's almost like they're swapping Titch and Omira week on week.
1: Does Laddams hold his spot? I can't trust Omira. I might sell if someone was willing to buy. Uh, does Laddams hold his spot and average when Hickey gets back?
2: So Hickey played this weekend
1: in the Magoos. Kicked a
2: couple of goals yeah, 20. and 20-odd 20
0: disposals. So.
2: Yeah, he had a 35 hit-out or something as well. He was pretty good. Um, He'll
0: come straight yeah, back I in. And I think it's hmm, maybe shift Laddams forward or bye-bye.
2: How's Laddams been going uh, in the actual craft? Last, last couple of weeks, his have
0: been, I'd say, below par. He went ham two weeks ago, I'm
1: going to say. And is this the question, Steve, you want to talk about, or is it? It's later on. It's another Laddam's question. Okay, I'll leave it. So he, Okay,
2: he got completely dominated in the ruck.
1: Yeah. yeah. Potential ankle injury as well. Oh, was it? Potential. Okay. He did play it out, but... That's there. Uh and what's worse, me starting McStay or my opponent benching Mitch Duncan. Oof
2: Oh benching Mitch Duncan what is this? What sort of league is this? Is this is like a me, two two, know, two, looks two
1: like. league or something like that. Yeah, it's like the- <laughs> Well surely- these are his for- these are his forwards. He's got Cornelio, Goulden, Rosie and Hawkins. And you benched Duncan? Oh gee. Well Oh well you-, you can't help injuries. McStay was the plus
0: the plus 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 player. Because he was lively early and it's
1: an injury. You, you can't foresee that, so that's unfortunate, to be honest. It's shit. We, it all happens. Yeah. Uh, Simon McStay was great, on debut was great. Simon, we're sorry. We're in the same boat. We, we we copped it as well. I mean, not personally, but I feel it through you. No. Not <laughs> if I had McStay, I would have played him. Uh, Carl. Dudes, I'm second highest scorer in my league, yet I'm two and sixth and eighth because I'm also first for scorers against by like 1,200 points. Just keep losing every week by around 20. What the hell do I do? My team is actually pretty sick. Should I just chuck it in and fire sale the fuck out of the list? Is this my question this from Friday night? night? Hey? Is that my question from
0: Friday night? Because I got pretty drunk no, Friday night Carl. and I just cracked the shits on me. No, app. this is Carl.
1: Like, Carl. You're not Carl. Maybe that's a burner. <laughs> Maybe um. it's a tough spot, Carl. Carl, I'll tell you a little story. I'm I play in a long running NFL uh, keeper league. One year, I got the wooden. This is a twelve team league, by the way. I finished third for points for wooden spoon. Oof! So that's, that's harsh. It's variance, man. Like if you've got if you've got a really good team, which you do, it'll it should turn yes. Yeah. It should. And it might
0: also be just that one little trade that
1: your worst player, two worst players for a minor upgrade maybe. I, I understand because it's no fun, right? It's no fun when you know you've got a good team but you just can't. Can't get that win. Yeah. You're just, you're just running cold, man. You're just running cold. That We've all had those years. But uh, I'd say just stick it out with your team. Make the moves when you need to. But... Um, it's just tough. it's just one of those things. Jake the Mac asks, "What is the point of Nick Newman? Cam, I feel like you're best place to answer this. What is the point of him?" Mm. very philosophical question.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is, this is maybe beyond my, my able to ability to adjudicate, Steve, but beyond he, your training as a furniture salesman, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's, He He's fine. He's getting popping eighties. It's fine. It is the question more: what does he bring to Carlton's team? And if that's the case, I have no fucking clue.
0: Well, if anything, if I don't know, Zach Williams copped a minor Achilles injury. Could miss another week or two. Who knows? He's had problems mm-hmm. with it before.
2: Slight bump. It was like an in- impact thing. He wasn't got it? kicked he in the back. Got of it. Kicked yeah. in. The, yeah. I don't know. The, I think Newman. In the team allows Doherty to free up behind stoppages, which is he just hangs off the back of almost every stoppage, gets fed the ball. He was
0: in the guts
1: at times today as well, early on. He's sitting right right around it. Mm. Yeah. Newman's fine. And that's he's a professional career footballer. Good for him. Uh, and you can use him in fantasy. We got Big Cox also asks Tom Lynch real. Is he worth a
0: waiver pick? Oh, yes. Hell yes! For two more weeks and then ship him, or maybe even one. Who do they play next week? Uh Hawthorne and then Essendon. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Giddy up! My, my name and captain in their home league, Steve. That's how arrogant Ooh, I'm feeling. Sold. So,
1: so just n- like normal. Yes, Japs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget draft day. That's the worst I've ever seen you. And uh, you've God. seen me pretty bad though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Jabs asks, hold the faith with Simkin or try to trade him? Smug boy, you are a Simkin owner. Uh, yeah, well, in
0: our home league, uh, as I mentioned earlier, someone came me for Tom Mitchell for my Tom Liberatore, and I rebutted with a Jai Simkin and shut down pretty quickly.
1: I'd imagine. <laughs> I'd imagine.
0: I think it's a hold. You, you, you can't do much with that unless you package him up. Package him up with something half decent. You might be a slight upgrade, maybe, but I doubt it.
1: It's a hold. Do you reckon Hugh Greenwood's long for the North Melbourne side? What is his actual role? Like, like, he's playing. Yeah, he's in a lot, mid,
2: but he's playing. Forward. He's playing in the mid, but I'd suggest that he's not going to be there for a long period of time. Yeah. Was it two more seasons?
0: Two, two year deal. I going to say
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cam Ellis yolman had four at the Lions. Remember, oh. so another pandemic, and Hugh Greenwood's gone.
1: Yeah. Really left behind in the more open game. These guys who literally can't find the ball on the outside. But then you
2: again, you look at someone like Sam Berry, who's doing fine. Like that's yep. the it's interesting, right?
0: He's pretty. He's kind of old too. What Do you think Cunnington does when he gets back in? Is he going to be Probably. Greenwood-esque or I don't know? They've got some, you know, young talent and Horn Francis and uh, Davis Uniac, and that. Like, it's going to be interesting to see what he does come when he gets back. If if when he gets back into that team.
1: So I had a look at the like someone was saying about uh, North getting a priority pick, and sort of having a look back from when they were, you know. Preliminary final esque to their draft picks, and they just there's just no guns. Mm. There's dudes who are just out of the league from like who should be in their prime. Well, you can go Tom Brandon suggest Essendon and get a priority pick. Fuck, that was wild. Aaron asks Is Newcomb being overlooked, being an absolute unit for the Hawks, 94.4 in his last five? Absolutely. It- because it's been very good. It's been very good. Went right under, I think, everyone's radar, I would imagine. There's a black booker on this show. Wow. Well, Yo. There you go. But overlooked in terms of what? Like, you can't trade. Like, he's owned. Oh, definitely owned, but it overlooked in draft.
0: Like, he just would have been either a lottery ticket pick or even first pick off the waiver wire if he went if he turned up in his first game. Sure. That's what he would have been. Sure. I, I completely
1: overlooked him. Yeah, and he got forward status as well. So,
2: mm. Did he? Yeah. yeah. In ultimate. In ultimate. He missed it in uh, AFL Fantasy Supercoach, I think.
1: Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Pack and send. A lot of forwards sputtered it up this round. Tough round if you went early on them, like the Dunkleys, the Heenies, Butters, the Goies. Well, I sure have two of those. That happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, it happens. It does. It does. Kazi asks, Tom Mitchell, what the fuck? Exactamundu. All adjacent.
0: What do you do? Do you buy? I mean, he's he's averaging 91 AFL Fantasy, 90, I'll say 98, 97 super coach. Like, it's not horrible. Like, he's a great buy target, that's for sure. But that value, what would he have gone? Round two in most drafts? No,
2: round one. Round one. one.
1: Oh, round one. Yeah. Like that, it, I, Yeah.
2: I think people will be too attached to get rid of him, but the the upside there is if he gets dual position status. But also, he's relevant again.
0: There is also but, a world where Sam Mitchell just goes Tom Mitchell. Go be Tom Mitchell
1: from previous years.
2: I, I don't think that's going to happen. It's,
1: it's getting harder and harder to see that. I reckon. I haven't watched a uh, lot of Hawthorne, so I'm just
0: going off what I've seen on Score. So it's sort of like alternating weeks where it's like ham.
1: Eh, yeah, ham, eh, yeah, sort of thing. But it's up and down. The only no, thing think, that gives me reason to suspect that could happen is if they're like, yes, we're going to trade you at the end of the year and you like the last third of the season, yeah. they put him, Omira Wingard on ball when the kids are getting a bit tired. Mm. But that's, that's another two months away. And if that's, and, and that's a happen. long play for your final season if you want to set your season up that way as well. I don't know what the hell you do it. I got him. I got offers on him last week, and I'm like, man, maybe, I, oh, I don't know. Yeah, and and as someone who's come to me,
0: offering him to me, I'm just like, oh, it's, it's yes, no, maybe, I don't know. Like, it's, yeah, it's it's Did a hard you just Malcolm really in is, the Middle like, theme something? I'm very
1: tempted by it, but pff, what do you do? Well, you either sack up an offer or you, you know, you just go someone else's problem. Mm. Ron Mexico I'd like to nominate Liam Baker for Baller Jason Player of the Week we will accept that nomination Ron and he will
2: win thank you Ron
1: Uh, Tom DT what do you think about the AFL's game scheduling to have overlapping games seems bizarre even from a financial perspective Mother's Day weekend Mother's Day weekend pure and simple that's all it is. No, no, I mean like Friday night. The games overlap. Yeah, so and um, Saturday
0: of, because of Mother's Wait. Day. Because no one wants to go to the football. Mother's Day that they had to throw in the extra
2: game here or there. Why? But I don't so know why they didn't Mother's have five Day games on Mother's Saturday. Because no one goes to the football. Mother's Day is Sunday, Johnny. Yeah, but no one goes and to the football. Friday. There's two
0: games early: a one o'clock game and a three o'clock game on the Sunday. That's lunchtime, afternoon tea, whatever you ever call it. No one goes to those games, so they have yeah.
2: And that's fine, but they had two games overlap on Friday and two overlap on Saturday. Yeah. It's bizarre. I don't understand it. And but couldn't tell well, you. I can't see what the benefit would be.
0: Well, look who was playing on the Saturday. That's perfect.
2: Perfect time to overlap
0: that's, those games.
2: Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the benefit of the rolling fixture is they can bury the shit games. Except we get Essendon
0: and fucking, I think... Some other shit team in on a Friday
1: night in a few weeks, yeah. Like seriously, and fr- Maybe I like they'll... it. I personally like it. I want rolling games. I just want to see heaps of scores all come through at once. I don't want to be bored as shit watching one game tick over. So this afternoon, I'm like, this is shit. Who cares? You do it. I could have ten players playing on the Friday night and just. Done that because you know some are going to fuck up. Oh, they that. all fucked up. Put it that way, except for Bradshaw <laughs> sure and Liver. Uh, Aaron, I wish I wish we went back to the old days where there was like all there was like one Friday night game, all the games on Saturday, one Sunday game. That's what I love Give me that block, You get them like there's like five games on a Saturday.
0: It's awesome.
1: I want that. That's what I want. You might get me interested in DFS if you did that, Aaron. Did Steve manage to offload that sack side bottom? If so, can you share what you got for him? I'm in a similar predicament. Do I have side bottom? Oh, uh, you're talking about it last oh, week. I got him in the in the listener league. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't try. State um, Stater was saying he was a. Buy. He got dropped in our home league, and no one. He got him up. straight dropped. <laughs> he's he's. This week was about as good a matchup as you could have got. For a midfielder. What did he do? Fifty six. Fifty six. Thirty-three super coach.
0: And all those would have been in the first quarter and a half 'cause he was pretty hot in the first quarter and a half sidey. And that was
1: it. He's fucking washed. Mm-hmm. Um Jaden asks, what did you think I could honestly get for Peter Laddams? Uh everyone knows he'll be shit when Hickey comes back, so it's hard trying to sell him. John, you said you had an th- answer for this. Yes. Uh, as a former Laddams
0: owner, uh, I chip- shipped him off two weeks ago. He, when, he, when he went full ham, I think 150 odd super coach and 120 uh, AFL fantasy. And if you actually looked at his scheduling going forward, the matchups weren't there. Yeah, okay, he, he was still three, four weeks away, but the matchups weren't there, so his value was pretty much just going to drop. After that big, big score. And that's when I thought it was the opportune time to sell. And that's what I did. I, I traded him off. And I got Elliot Yo, Um, missing a couple of games with, oh. with, um, concussion. But, eh, he's not bad. Elliot Yo will probably go 90. And he's pure mid, which everyone's. What? This is a weird victory lap. I don't think it helps our friend Jaden, though. I'm getting to it. I'm just going the long route here. Uh. I actually, I, I don't
2: think you can sell him.
0: That's where I was going to get to. I don't, right now, I don't think you can sell him, unless you package him up and you get a sucker.
2: Uh, yeah, maybe with the package, but like ruck forwards. Johnny and- had it right in that he had a great score in his first up game. He was, I think, he toned in both formats. That was the time to sell.
0: Oh no! The yeah. week after the second, the second week was or third week, whenever how long he's been rucking, he actually went yeah. full ham, and that was the time to sell.
2: But but, are, but are, any of those early games with the time to sell, I think the week of someone else returning in the VFL who could take his spot is too late because people know like you're not going to get the full value unless you're willing to accept lower than value. Like if you're willing, if you don't need full value out of your Adams and you've got adequate ruck stocks, you can probably accept someone below value that can help you in one of your other lines. But at that point, with his average. It's a waiver. Like it's it's
1: actually you're not going to get much for it. Yeah, if you're not stashing him on the bench, you're dropping yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. that's where it is. Yeah. It's yeah. um, that's simple, and it's probably the same for Goldstein. If he can't, I'd I'd hold him and just see what it looks like when they come back. How long's the um, cherry
0: injury? Another three weeks?
1: Oh, still still a few weeks. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. I, I wouldn't have thought Goldie was their plan. But I just. You shouldn't have a problem dropping players like this. not like, yeah, sure, someone will pick him up. Big fucking deal. Let it be someone else's problem. You pick up who's going to help your team. That's right,
0: and if yeah, and it's,
1: um, even if he's he might even
0: be playing as that F five right now. And if that's the case, yeah. then there's plenty of forwards you can stream oh. moving forward.
2: He's sound yeah. very tunned up.
1: Yeah, And he got the disposals. My God, very None good waiver. You're fine. It's yeah. I'd put him on the bench and just see what shakes out. But you, you're not going to get anything. And don't insult your league mates. To be honest, yeah, Jono. Hey, yeah, Jono. I got Elliot go for him. I don't care. I'm happy. Is that that is that? How is that good? I'm happy with Elliot. I'd yet. almost rather Adams because I could drop him. Who did I get? Callum fucking Mills. Well, you got, That's a you trade trade Johnno. raped.
2: That's just trade raped straight up, it, it, mate. It was he presented. Was is that is that with Stato? Yeah, yeah, this trade
1: right every day of the week. No, Stato just wanted to do a trade on air.
2: No, don't, don't make, don't give him an out.
1: I give him an out. He's fine. It's Dane asks, he's is Andy he's in the Magoo's? Is in? Is he's probably recording on some other show right now. Yeah, the Magoo's. <laughs> <laughs> I did see we went up in that guy who does the podcast rankings, uh, ranks. We went out, which was amazing because last week was a debacle is that the so, one where the traders aren't even ranked in? no they're like fourth okay. or something I'm like dude they're just about to sell like eight thousand tickets. meanwhile, we're playing the friggin barnacle bills next door <laughs> like, lucky to get 10, which is still
2: the opportune venue right like that yeah when right? we're, when we were talking the other week about what are the what are the draft doctorsisms you know that was one that we missed barnacle, barnacle bills, bills. <laughs> yep.
0: Just holding the car park, you could have ten thousand
1: easily.
2: I mean yeah, with every
1: next, ticket you get a minimum chip. Boom.
2: <laughs> next year, all proceeds from the draft kit go to establishing a Barnacle Bill's franchise.
0: There <laughs> used to be one in Frankston, Steve. I don't know if you were living in Frankston at the time. You remember, you know, Fratelli's on Crammond Road? Yeah, yeah. That
1: was Barnacle Bill. Yeah. Back really? back in the day that was Barnacle Bill. Never went there, but ah, right. that was it. My oh, God, there you go. Uh, Dane asks, is Andy Brayshaw the most valuable keeper pick? Legit wizard. If you were starting a keeper, would he go number one? Oh, yeah. yeah, between him and Walsh. It's... Yes. Them two, yes. It's interesting. Yeah, uh, Hawker. Hashtag play Tom Powell. Yeah, yeah. wow. Every week we're going to cop that. I mean... it
0: it, it needs, We need to get a trending just... Hashtag play
2: Tom Powell I think Steve's Doing a really good job With his Burner account Just harassing
1: I think so This isn't even um, What's his choice Breno It's not Breno It's Hawker Yeah wow They
2: they take it in shifts I mean Imagine (laughs) What about So If they take it in (laughs) shifts Everyone in a keeper League Who held Jed Anderson (laughs) And maintain Jed Anderson. <laughs> Got their juice.
0: this can go week. Better can better, Ken. There's a guy oh. in our home league who's held him this whole eight rounds, fielded him for a paltry, I think, 25, 30?
2: Yeah. Against me. Thank you. There is an opportunity there, by the way. So remember, players come back shit. Players are always going to come back shit off a long-term injury, especially at the start of the season. Oh,
1: Jed Anderson, though, he can't feel great about it. No, he's, he's, he's going to be shit all year. I'm feeling bad about Hunter Clark. I'm just like, man, I've held him all this time. Pot committed, and he's going to be terrible. He's coming next week, potentially. Uh, although you've got Jed Anderson, 70, 76% time on ground. That's like career high. That's, uh, that's fun. yeah.
0: Just go into the deepest, darkest forward pocket you can find and just, just
1: just lie there. That's a good point. He probably is a good pilot. <laughs> yeah. Maybe get get trade trade Laddams for him. Jesus, see, get he might end up the on the line. waiver.
2: He might end up on the waiver in a lot of leagues. Yeah, that's, that's a good the, point. You might, you could potentially just hold your waiver pick and and wait and see what.
1: Happens. The thing about the playtime power thing is North must love that they get any engagement. Maybe that's keeping him out of the <laughs> side. <laughs> They have to hit a certain
2: amount of engagement, or else they're going to end up in Tasmania. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To, fuck, we got to keep
1: this pal out of this. Jack <laughs> jumpers,
0: <laughs> North Melbourne Jack jumpers, or North Tasmania Jack jumpers, whatever they're going to be
1: called. Tasmania. If the AFL try to put a team in Tasmania, be great if they just turn around and go, "No, fuck you, <laughs> <got> to, Jack <laughs> jumpers." We're going to build <laughs> like a hundred thousand. Yeah, we don't need a footy team. We'll put a hundred thousand dollar, but a hundred thousand seat basketball stadium in. Is there a hundred thousand people in Tasmania? Ninety. I'll I say 10, ninety it? tops.
2: Is there a hundred thousand fans of the NBL? <laughs> nah, 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 no. Nah.
1: It's yeah. Wow, what a bad league. Well, Steph Curry gave a shout out to him. Did
0: you see that the Sydney Kings? Well, it's tough. Or I like. think
1: it's tough being a. I think it's tough being a Melbourne fan. I used to love the NBL, but they. Like I was a Tigers fan, and it was like the last team that they hadn't totally trashed, and they turned it into it United. I'm mm-hmm. like, so Bring I can back... completely understand like Tasmania not wanting some other team to relocate there, because it'd just be like, well, that's shit. Bring back the uh, the superior Gold Coast franchise and
2: Gold Coast Rollers, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. The
0: Southeast Melbourne Magic were they the Spectres? Oof.
1: No, yeah, it was the Spectres and the Giants before that's that. Right. North Melbourne Giants at the the Glasshouse. Yeah, freaking oath. Nice. That was old school times, back in the early nineties. Oh shit, man! I was in primary school and they the players had like come to your primary school and give clinics and shit. Nice, great times. The Golden. Age. Anyway, that's all the questions we got. Did you boys have anything else? Get Tom Lynch. Nothing else. Tom- know, on the bench next week. How long till the kid, Jono? Uh, about two weeks. So, yes, I oh. will be on the bench, literally, and figure it out. You know what? Like,
2: in the first, like, t- two to three weeks, you actually have so much time to do whatever you want. That- because, one, you're awake for 22 hours of the day, and, two, the kid just sleeps. Like, the kid will be on you sleeping, and you can just do
1: whatever you want. Enjoy. I oh, will. Thank you. All right, good times, good times. Don't forget, you can pause that scene like an hour and 20 minutes into The Great McCarthy. See ya. John Jarrett's wang. We'll see you next time, listeners. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Draft Doctors Podcast. Don't forget to
2: subscribe and review.